Okay, well, hey, everybody. This is Ben Glassman with Legacy Makers. And today we are starting our very own podcast. I know there's a lot of podcasts going around. You guys hear them, see them all over the place. Well, we're jumping into the mix too. We jumped on the bandwagon. Um, But there's a specific reason why we wanted to do that. Today, we're going to talk about what does it mean to create generational change? Everyone who's in here, that it's a part of the Legacy Makers podcast, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Beto, would you mind starting? Kind of introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are and what you do. All right. Well, my name is Beto Gudiño, and I am from Mexico. I live here in Costa Mesa, California. I am a pastor at Palm Harvest Church here in Costa Mesa, California. And I also have a podcast called Christian Podcast. And I also have a Spanish podcast, El Christian Podcast en Español, that I'm doing with my wife in Spanish. It's so good. So That's wow. awesome. Dude, yeah, get that plug in Founder there, of ChristianPodcast.com. Are you, are you, is this seriously? Do you have that URL? Yep. Yeah. A, dude, how did you lock that down, right? dude? Shh. Dude. Cost a lot of money, but <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna have Dude, this podcast awesome. right there. That's so Legacy good. Legacy Makers podcast. So good. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I'm Ben Appleby. I'm a local church pastor as well. Uh, been doing several different roles over the last ten years with my wife and our nine now today nine kids. Uh, we have uh, five biological and four adopted from just the county of Orange. And uh, yeah, my father-in-law was a pastor. That's how I kind of got into it, and uh, absolutely love it. It's a dream job. I don't know why um, God mm. saw fit to let me do this work, and. Um, you know, it's I'll, obvious. <laughs> well, I know why. <laughs> and, yeah. and we're we're so 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 invested with legacy makers for another obvious reason, which is you know we have so many kids, and we're just we're just so bought in to this mm-hmm. idea of change the world through changing a generation. Mm-hmm. It's people. That's yeah. how you change the world. It's people, and yeah. people Oof. are families. And so, um, yeah, we we got this large family. God's given us this large family, and we want to mm-hmm. we want to um, build it right as, as much as we can possibly control in, in what's in our power and influence to do. So, mm-hmm. I lo- lo- love Legacy Makers. It's it, it's a dream. Your brainchild of this dream couldn't have been. It could have been like an, an inception moment. Like you, like we <laughs> our brains were together in that yeah. and what God planted. And so Riley and I so cool, and Watermark OC Church. Um, are so happy to be partners with Legacy Makers in any way we can get on, mm. we're, we're in. So just yeah. stoked to be here. Guys. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Mm. Let me just double down on that real yeah. quick. This is George Hanold. I'm the... The C- George Hanold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, a husband, a twin dad, father of three girls, and uh, the CEO of Times Real Estate California in Newport Beach. And I just want to say that <clears throat> my love for these men here is beyond words. Mm. Come on. I'm sitting here looking at men that have been more than friends, that have been brothers, who are God-fearing men that lead their families in a way that is so intentional. Mm. And you want to talk about creating lasting legacy. I'm I'm looking at it. Generational change and impact. Ben Glassman, I remember him telling me his goal in life was to live off of 5% of his income. (laughs) I thought that was relevant just to share just a little piece of his heart here with everyone. And I'm looking at Ben Appleby. This man has been there for me in in our toughest of times. Showed up at my front door with mm. his beautiful bride, Riley, who my wife loves so much. Wow, wow. And I could just tell you this, this man is a true servant leader. We did mm-hmm. youth ministry together. And mm. guys, 
these men are the real deal. Uh, Beto, I just met him. Love him already. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Bro. I love you too. Already. <laughs> so much love. So I much love it. Well, hey, thanks for sharing, room. guys. So again, my name is Ben Glassman. And uh, yeah, me and my wife, we founded Legacy Makers in June of 2020 amidst the pandemic. What a year. Um, we were on staff at uh, the church called The Crossing Church. A uh, couple pastors there. And um, we felt the tug. God was pulling us, and we jumped out of the out of the nesting box. And um, here we are. A year later, we're doing a podcast. Um, but again, today is about what does it mean to create generational change? What does it mean to create generational change? Why is that so important? What is generational change? Um, and first, you know, I want to start out with this question, and it's what about creating generational ch- change is appealing to you, appealing to us um, in this circle? Um, and what has motivated, you know, each of us to take steps toward that? I would say for me, I mean, we're doing legacy makers. We found legacy makers. Obviously it's appealing to us, but it's, it, it really does come down to the next generation. If we want to change the world, it's not going to happen with me. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen with my kids. Mm. Um, and it's the cumulative effort of legacy makers, a community of legacy makers coming together intentionally to lead their families along what it means to be a legacy maker and and then instilling the values and the mission in their kids to carry that on forward. And the more that we can get families plugged into that, then the great, I mean, the world's going to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different, right. you know, generations to come. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think anyway. I mean yeah. that that was like a deep a deep seated kind of heart motive for me. That's good, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. What about you, Georgie? I think it comes from perspective. Something that was mentioned earlier. You know, what are people going to say about us uh, at our funeral? Mm. Mm. Thinking about that last day, which is the only real guarantee here in life, and how did we live this life with purpose and passion? Yeah. And and Ben, what you said, yeah, so the good. true change is going to come through our nations right our children and our children's children to follow us but Mm -hmm. it starts with us yep Yep. it starts with us starts with us um to make generational impact the change starts with us yeah and i love the word intentional Mm -hmm. right and and there's so much distraction being offered to us on a day to day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we falling for that trap, that deception mm. or are we truly level tenning with what matters in our lives? Mm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love that George about, um, not settling for even like a, it seems like a simple metaphor, but like a nine or eight or seven, it's like, is that the thing we want to gamble with? Right. Like our, our, our yeah. kids. Yeah. No, we want, we want that puppy all the way up, you know, as much as we yeah, can so, with yeah, our energy good. and our life that we have that day. But mm-hmm. I think, I think about that first question, what's appealing about generational change. I always go to the felt need. I always go to the pain point and you've done such a good job, Ben, of just vision casting this and I'll just pick on the one social ill that we know very well here in, in Orange County and that's, you know, addiction and, and mm. substance abuse and recovery. Um, man, I just look around, I think every one of those addicts, like the other day in the parking lot at the dry cleaners watching this guy, he was just uh, tweaking, mm. you know, he had his bike and he was mm. clearly homeless. He was clearly disheveled. He was hurting and yep. broken. And yet he just, he couldn't stand up. He was just oh, like, man. he was a, he was a shell of a human being. Yeah. That and you know what? He was someone's son. Mm. Mm. He was a shell of a human being and he was someone's son. Oh, wow. What happened there? 
mm. you know? And, and we all know because we've worked at churches and we're yeah. part of churches and a part of this community today. We know, we see it every day. It's in our face and we're desensitized to it. That's a big part of what you were just saying a second ago, George, about distraction. We can't even... Mm. We can't even be moved to compassion because we're yeah. just so distracted. But wow. I, that that is the plot. That's the springboard. Is if we could affect that even five yep. percent, dude, then it's worth it. And it starts with the families. Totally. And, and I, I think that. I think the personal part yes. for my own life is just really briefly just that's a good um, perspective. We, we were in this together, Ben, at the crossing. But we were just so blessed to be a part of this church at a time when they were doing feedback and they were getting professionals to help them with their own church strategy. And I think you and I have the same epiphany. Like, if we if this <laughs> church could get clear on their strategy, this could work for families too. Yep. And so that's what Riley and I did. We just ran home and said, "Hey, let's <laughs> let's run our family through the grid, so, quote unquote." Wow. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. "What's working? What's not? What's slipping? Where are we going? Let's mm-hmm. set the heading. Let's set yeah. the direction, and then chart the course." Just mm-hmm. so we did a one pager. We just came up with one pager. Like, what do we hope we produce at the end of when they're eighteen and we're yep. releasing them to the world? Oh. What do we hope? And we just sketched this thing out. And, and so we started there. And then you guys, you know, legacy yeah. makers, just help us get that sharper and clear and more specific and and um so that, that's i how. think that's so good because like george saying there's so many distractions and if you don't have the focus if you don't take the time to identify what you said you did you know with mm-hmm. your family mm-hmm. i mean and especially nowadays it's like you know it's so hard because you have your phone constantly buzzing on you you know flashing notifications whatnot you know ipads you know today it's about here, kids, here's an iPad. Right. Go take that for a couple hours. You guys do whatever you want. We've all done it. And We've who, all done yeah, it. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll admit, yeah, you know, everyone's done You, you know. better believe the world is level 10 going after your children. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And yeah, exactly. YouTube, whatever. I mean, if you give your kids the iPad, you don't, you I mean, you have no idea what's yeah. coming up on there. You yeah. wouldn't believe what I saw on Nickelodeon yesterday. <laughs> oh, no, dude. You wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I don't want to hear I don't even know if we could talk about it on this we're channel. Not, we're not ready. We're Jeez. not ready. <laughs> Nickelodeon already down there? Jeez, Oh, they're man. after your kids, man. Yeah, they are. They are. And the thing is, is like you have to ask yourself, do I want Nickelodeon telling my kids how to live? Right. I mean, cat, dog, man. What, what are you going to do? Like that, That's going to teach my kid. I don't want cat, dog teaching my kid. Right. And the challenge you know, is, or the challenge is we're fairly odd parents. <laughs> We're tired, right? And people are buying into that lie, mm. right? That we're just too tired. We have too much going on. We're too busy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know yeah. busy people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not one of them. Even though I buy into that lie that I'm yeah. too busy. Yeah. The the Likewise. the real challenge is what's our example? How are we showing up? And so mm. you know we're we're avoiding what we need to be doing and pawning them off onto Nickelodeon mm. who's raising our children when in the, the truth is there's more in the tank. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we can show up at a, at a higher level for our children, yeah. for our family, be more intentional and be that warrior for them fighting for mm-hmm. them Yeah, by yeah. our example, not just yeah. by our word. Mm-hmm. What do you think needs to happen in order to like for, for me as a parent, what do you think, what do you think I need to do or what do you think is going on for me when I'm feeling like, ah, oh, man, I just want to check out. Right. I just want to disengage. Kids, go go do something else. Yep. Like I can't, I can't do it right now. Right. Like what what do I need to do? Like what's going on for me? I'm just I'm just wrestling with that right now and that I, thought. I, I love that question, dude. And I was going to follow up on the so same good. thing with George saying what he was saying because we share that conviction in this room. We do a million yeah. percent. We're all the way up, level ten. That's maybe yeah, the title yeah. of this first episode. I don't know, but um, <laughs> we're all the way up. Yeah. Um, and we want to call people to that, and we want to start with ourselves. But let's have a moment of empathy and, and grace for these parents that yes. we all have lived because we're all right there. You're 
you're yeah. exhausted. You're, you don't have any more in the tank. You, mm. You've already worked. You've done the morning routine, maybe, it, it, whether you're a working parent or, or a stay-at-home parent or both. It's brutal. You're doing so much. And at the end of the day, that's the last thing you want to do is just look at your kid in the eyeballs, be physically, emotionally, mm. spiritually present with them. Mm. You want to check out. You've earned it. And that's mm-hmm. what there's so many mental yeah. things that we go through yeah, that, we're, so that we tell ourselves <laughs> and we, we settle and we convince ourselves. So let's just start from an agreed upon place. We all do it. Yeah, we all absolutely. put our kids in front of the iPad from time to time. We all do it. Um, but to your question, Ben, how can we start to be more intentional? And let's just focus on your word. That's your million dollar word. And I think it's so mm-hmm. good. And, and I would answer the question by saying we couldn't get there until we carried a value. We couldn't mm. get there until we could make a higher. We couldn't say a no. This is Bucky, and lots of pastors have said this. Is yeah. beautiful. Bucky's one of the pastors here at Watermark. But you can't say no until you have a much bigger yes. Mm. Okay, so let the yes be so much bigger, and then we can put a boundary and a, and a time limit on the iPad, and even what's on the iPad. We oh, have wow. a filter, so that's what. And again, it's not just a total legacy makers program plug, but I'm just telling you these things work and they're real. Yep. But when you have a value that's agreed upon, mm. that this is the only type of content they're going to consume on the iPad, and this is the time limit they're going to consume, and then as hard as it is, yep. and let me just pause really quick and say, parenting is the hardest thing we've ever done. Yeah, for sure. True or false? Every True. kid, man, it's like a whole hundred percent. I have to regrow. And the highest calling, right? Highest calling, hundred percent. Right. And so it's so hard. But it takes everything. And here, back to the mental check of like the back and forth, um, like we don't get into this child rearing thing because it's hard. <laughs> we get into yeah. it because it's the next thing to do. It's the natural <laughs> thing to do. It's uh, every, our friends are doing it. it. We're the right age. Yeah. We're childbearing. Whatever, it's right? Fun. Yeah, and it's fun and it's too, fun. by the way. And it's a wonder, and it's a like a touching heaven sometimes when you see things like <laughs> you have breakthroughs with these kids. It's just powerful, yeah, amazing. Yeah. You produce this thing. I mean, it's just crazy. It but is. few people do it, sign on for it because they're like, I just need a brutal thing. Mm. I just need like the next hardest thing in my life, and that's why I'm gonna have kids. <laughs> I was talking about the baby making part is fun. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, true. Oh for too. sure, great. Point. They don't tell you about the next part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, George. That's exactly right. We didn't know what we're getting into at exactly. all. And so, um, but and this is back to that part about creating a value and a conviction and a belief because that will inform your action Mm -hmm. is like if you can gear up to say when I'm at my worst, when I'm empty, when my tank is totally poured out, Mm -hmm. if I can say, if I can come to the conviction that says I'm going to do a hard thing anyway and I'm just going to take even 60 minutes before they go to bed to look them in the eyeball and talk to them and walk with them. Deuteronomy 6, and walk with them in the morning, walk with them on the way, walk with them at night and talk to them about the mm. Lord and talk to them about the word as you're coming and you're going. It's very practical. It's a very practical verse. Yeah. But when we abdicate, <laughs> someone else will do it for us. Yep. When we don't wow. do it, someone else will do it for us. So there'd be the iPad wow. or whatever else. And those, yeah. those hours, last thing I'm going to say on this, I swear, I promise. <laughs> but, but there's, there, there's, there's, there's 4,300 hours, 4,300 hours in a year, mm. 4,300 hours in a year. Say one more time, 4,300 4, hours in a year, waking hours. Okay. When they're not at school and they're not asleep, 4,300 hours today. And, our, and this is a little bit older than our kids, but the average 10, 12, 15 year old, they say is spending eight to 10 hours on their phone. Do you know what that is in a year? 3,000. Ooh. So just let it sink in. Let it sink in. 3,000 of those hours is 3, on a device, is on a screen. Thousand. Is on a screen. Ouch. And that's brutal enough, but just think about the difference between those numbers. So then we're given 1,300 hours of formational work to make sure Ooh. that this person that we release into the world is the, the best that we could have done mm. by the grace of God. Mm. I just let that number haunt you. How do, yeah, how do you... So I, I'll admit, I oftentimes struggle. Like I know what I should be doing. I know what I, I feel like I should be doing, 
but there's oftentimes a hang up. I don't I don't follow through. Right. And you 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 said it a little bit before about you know you have to exchange. What, what was it like the yes? Yeah, your yes has to be bigger than your no. Than your no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your yes has to be bigger than your no. Mm-hmm. So I know the yes, but how do I make it like? How do I make it bigger? Because mm-hmm. I because I struggle with that. Yeah, I oftentimes like wrestle with like, man, I know I should go and play, swing with Camden, mm-hmm. and I should push her on the swing, but I honestly just want to sit down in this chair and just watch. <laughs> totally. totally. <laughs> but at the same time. You know, how do I make that yes? Is it is it just a matter of force? Mm. Like, ugh, like right. grunt grunt force? Or right. is it like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, no, that's a great practical question. I ask you to consider that doing what you sh- know you should do is actually easier than avoiding doing it. Mm. No. Doing what you know you should do is mm. easier than avoiding it? Avoiding it and mm. avoiding doing it. I'm hearing a lot of clarity here between you, between you men. There's an awareness Right, the number of hours in a year and the number of hours consumed by our children on technology. That's an awareness, right? And then mm-hmm. it's like, what are we going to do about it? So something mm-hmm. I've noticed and, and with my agents as well and with myself yeah. is that I build up, we can build up a lot of weight around things. I'll use door knocking as an example, which okay. I do at a very high level yeah. and love it. <laughs> but I see a, a very common denominator here is agents will do so much preparation for it and thought into it and that like the buildup and anticipation yeah. for it and it's never like actually knock that mind. door mm. and that they've, they've built up so much weight. I'm a, I'm a champion procrastinator. And oh, wow. so, you know, <laughs> taxes are due or there's an essay due when I was in high school, right? Yeah. Build it right up to that last day. So <laughs> much weight on the thought of actually doing mm. it that just had, I just done the simple things mm right and form these new simple but powerful habits i'm i'm seeing life more as a game of inches and and small decisions so good and you guys are doing these things at the most unbelievable level we look at you guys and it's just like how do you do it i'm talking about my family looks at you guys i mean it because you guys have set these intentional things in motion that form this powerful domino effect Mm. and i'm reading this book called the one thing where basically a domino can take down something twice its size with momentum and then the next the following domino takes down something twice that size you can't just start from the beginning and go after a mountain top but if you knock that first domino down and set things in motion with these little small things eventually you're going to take down that mountain so good so uh, Beto, I know I know you have experience in this because I, I see you all the time with your kids skating. I mean, you're going out to the beach, and like, how do you how do you kind of meander that and navigate like actually stepping into that and putting everything aside? I'm just curious. Like, yeah, I see that all the time. Yeah, I have one example that's coming to my mind. Um, we're at the beach, Newport Beach. Uh, my kid wants to go in the water. One thing I I dislike about no, California is like the water's always freezing. I mean, yeah, why does seriously. it have to be so cold? <laughs> I come from Guadalajara, Mexico, from Puerto Vallarta, right? I mean, water's uh, warm. It's Paris. so try going to North. He, he doesn't care. He wants to get in the ocean. He comes oh, to me. He's like, "Are you gonna get in? Mm. Let's have fun." Wow. And I'm always thinking, man. I mean, oh, it's cold. Do I want to go in? And I think what Seriously. what drives me it's it's this uh, this word that you've been talking about intentionality because mm. I think mm. okay I do that. I want my son to remember a good mm. time with me in the water or do I want him to remember my dad didn't want to go wow. with me yeah. wow. right and 
I go in. Yes, it's cold. The heart. It strikes the heart. I go in. Water's cold. It's okay. It's going to get a little warmer. And then I have that mental picture mm. for myself and hopefully for my son. Of mm. We had a great moment. Yes, right. and you then, did. And then you can use that memory later. You can draw on that as a, as a win yeah. and say, it's remember, a huge win. if I acted yeah. right, if I acted rightly that first time, I can yeah. multiply that. And, and, I, and just to echo what both of you guys said, um, lots of books have said that, but said this thing, but the one I read most recently, it's powerful. Everyone must, must run and go get it mm-hmm. is essentialism by mm. Greg McGowan, essentialism. And he said, right. again, you can down. read this anywhere, but essentialism, essentialism. It's like the, I, I never watched this show, but Mary Kondo, I think she was Miranda. the woman that helped you do is like strip down your closet or your dresser oh, drawer yeah. to get that would more be my wife yeah, yeah, yeah. in my case. There you go. So you're <laughs> dude, you got a head start. She's an essentialist. This book would say, <laughs> okay. and so he's doing the same thing, but for your life your work, for your legacy, all of that. Really? And, 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 and this point is not even really about that whole thing, but he just says um, that to your point, George, the thing you don't want to do, you do first. Right? You, just, you just do it first. The hardest thing, the procrastinating thing, the thing you don't want to do, you drag your feet, you just cross off a list first, do it first. And, yes. and here's the other thing that will help. Again, I'm not a master in this, far from it, but it's like uh, probably that book too about the dominoes, which is what, by the way, let people know so they can... One thing, the one thing. Good. Yeah, that's a good, I got that one. So um, it's about ha- habit, habit building, habit formation 101. I think it's pretty practical, pretty fundamental, but I heard it from a therapist recently. So I like this last year was hard, right? So I got, I scheduled some sessions, man. I want to make sure my mind yeah. was right, particularly for when I'm at home with the kids because it's hard. And, and he just made this simple analogy to training a dog. And how a dog needs, I'm, I'm just going to come up with a number, someone, uh, a, vet, a veterinarian scientist will be able to correct us later, but that there's like uh, 200 reps. We'll just say the dog needs 200 reps before they can get something that's just ingrained. So like go, sit, come, eat, whatever. Okay. Like, uh, well, dog doesn't need a, a command to eat. 200 reps. Like that. Yeah, let's just call it 200 reps. Like so you got to work up to that. Yeah, but then in their brain, dude, they've created a mental pathway, i.e. a habit. They've made a connection between the ask and the reward and they, and they can do it automatically like now back to humans driving a car it's automatic it's habit mm-hmm. and so to, i'm just going all the way back to your point though george like if we can make our body follow our mind our conviction that it's the right thing to do so let's do the right thing if we can make our body follow the mind enough times you can you can make a habit interesting you can yes. make a literal one thing is habit. written by gary keller by the way okay the, okay good yeah and you bring times. up a powerful word habit mm-hmm. my dad used to tell me the two most powerful things in the world are fear and habit well and a lot of times we buy into the fear aspect of it. Beto, I just love the decision you made in that story yeah. you gave about jumping in the water. And, and I can share a lot of similar experiences. A, a huge thing is just an awareness about it and, and really that deep why, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what matters most to us? Why. Right. why are we doing this? And then getting yeah. aware, raising awareness of what we are actually doing. Mm. And then what we know we should be doing. Mm. One of the things that I've been implementing are daddy-daughter dates one-on-one. So I have good. twins. We barely ever have separated them their entire life. Oh, but wow. to get them one-on-one, it's like, oh, wow, they're individuals. Wow. Mm. You know, And they yeah, just awesome. cherish that time. Ben, I think I picked that up from you. Ben Glassman, yeah. you do a great job of that on one-on-one dates and so just intentional with, with your kids. The other day. Yeah, there you so go. Rad. And they just light up. And they asked me the, yesterday as I was taking the pool, I didn't want to go. It was cold. Right. Well, it was a warm day. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go. But I, I said yes 
not because I wanted to, but because I wanted to be intentional and create that memory. And they said, Daddy, we haven't been going on a one-on-one date, son. And I thought about it, and I was convicted by it. And then I said, well, you know, we did just get back from a 10-day Hawaiian trip with the family. So we had a 10-day family date. Oh, yeah. Right? And and not to say that that's everyday life, but we did intentionally plan that for two years. Yeah. Um, and while in Hawaii, they wanted to go to the pool at night. They wanted to go to the beach early in the morning. I was tired. Oh, dude. You know, convincing myself of this lie, I said yes every time. Oh, so good, George. And I'm Dang. so they will never thankful. forget. You know, they will point, never forget it, George. At some point, we're going to have to hear your story about the last couple of years and what you've gone through and the man that you've had to be for your family. Because mm. I really want to, I want, I want to share that. Hey, this is Ben with Legacy Makers, and we are so thankful for you. If you want to learn more, you can go to www.chooseourlegacy.com. Our mission is to educate and train families to create multi generational impact. Thanks for listening in. You can follow us at Legacy Maker Families on all social platforms.